This is Discover Ignite Podcast, where I talk about mindset, optimization, and perspective to help ignite your mindset for change. And welcome to episode eight, and I am your host, Marcus. And today we got something I don't think we've really discussed in detail, and that being is taking risk. I know I've talked about implementing risk and finding flow like that, but I haven't really just talked about risk in general. Now, if you guys have followed me on Ignite Thursdays, you know my story essentially from transferring from a telecommunications job into a programming job. And in doing so, I was going essentially from a five-year contract, which took me forever to find because telecommunications is always temporary work. And so going from that, having that five-year contract, finally finding one, then saying, well, I really want to make the leap into programming. I just finished college. I was looking for a job in programming. I wanted to change it. And in doing so, I found one. You know, through friends and family, I ended up finding one. But the whole kick to it was, was that it was only one month temporary job, but it would give me the foot in the door. It would give me experience. And that was essentially really hard to find because up until this point, I had gotten on the phone with a couple different people, but no one was really interested. I never got a call back because I didn't have the experience. Although I had a, a track record of managing and everything else, I think sometimes we tend to forget that other skills transfer over especially communication skills, soft skills like that. Those are are major pieces in development, essentially when you are making your ways up, essentially in in the corporate environment, right? Or just any environment in general, having soft skills is important. That's why I teach that particular pillar. But that being said, coming in to making that leap into a one month temporary job. It was the hardest thing to do. And I remember just talking about it over and over uh, about if I was going to actually do this, give up a guarantee because I had literally just started. I think it was only maybe a week or two in before I got the offer to go and I actually interviewed before I started this five-year contract. And then I found out that, hey, we would like to interview you. I think it was only a couple of days before I started the telecommunications job. And so I ended up going, I interviewed, found out they wanted me like a week into the job. And at that point, it was really tough because, again, it was only a temporary job, but it would give me the experience. It would give me all the things that would need to help me transition into that new field. And with that being said, you know, that was definitely one of the hardest leaps. There were many times I thought about it and I I tossed and I turned and I was like, you know, the position I had was a good position and it could lead the opportunities for other positions were there, but it was in a field I didn't want to no longer be in. I essentially hit the glass ceiling and for me to even progress even more would mean I have to be a project manager and all these other different things. It wasn't something I was really interested in. I started doing a lot of that stuff when I was in the military. And I think that's what a lot of people tend to forget was the military excels your development so fast that even before I got out, you know, I was 
barely in my 30s and I was doing project management stuff for like four years before that. I was going on sites and then coming up with documentation and blueprints and all these other different things. So I was doing a lot of project management stuff way ahead of time. And that being said, um, that would have been an opportunity for me. But again, on the civilian sector, it's really hard, right? Everybody wants certifications. And to me, well, it is what it is. But nonetheless, uh, if you want a paper that says that I can do it, that's fine, I guess. It's your opinion, but nonetheless, um, I didn't want to go that route. That's not something I wanted to do. I didn't want to work um, 80 hours a week as a project manager because I've done the work before. It's a lot of meetings. It's a lot of, I think, a lot of time that is kind of wasted, really. Um, you are very active, and it just wasn't something, right? I was, I was getting ready to have a kid. It, it wasn't something I wanted. And that was a whole other thing too, was I was just getting ready to have a kid. So I guess that really caused me to want to hesitate to make a jump uh, again, because my wife at the time was pregnant and it was just, it, it was, it was a lot to try to take on that burden. What if I had this, I had the secure job jumping into just a temporary one month job. How would that really work out? And there, there was just so much building up to that point, and it was hard. Like I said, it was temporary work in, in telecommunications. Like I would go months a lot of times unemployed because it just wasn't work. And I even thought about going overseas to work for a, a year at a time and stuff like that. It, it got to that point. And so with that being said, I didn't want to live that life anymore. I didn't want to live on the road because that's all I did when I was in the military was live on the road. I've experienced that life. I know what that life is like. Not that that life is bad. It's exciting to a point, but after a while, you do get tired of it. You do want to kind of just settle down and only go on travel when you want to go. And that being said, again, coming back into it, I knew I had to make the leap. I had to do it. I had to get the experience. And so I bit the bullet and I turned around and, you know, I told my manager, Hey, this is, this is the deal, right? Like I, I found a better opportunity. Yes, it's temporary. And I remember the manager first told me this is a five year, because I, I think I started something out like it's, it's a, it's the one month job, but it is, is in programming. And they're like, Oh, well, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know. But you know, Still, I was kind of like waiting for a confirmation, right? And I think when you make any kind of leap in life, you look for confirmation from as many people as you can find. And for me, even making that leap, I still still looking for confirmation, even though I knew I had to make the move. And I had that feel, that deep down gut feeling that, yes, I got to make the move. I got to make the leap. And was it risky? Yeah, it could have been risky. I could have been getting a, a, a five-year career or essentially, well, it was a 12-year career at that point with a five-year contract with one of the best telecommunication jobs in my area. Being said, and having a kid on top of it, so being said, making that leap, right, it was hard. And I remember going and, and walking out the door and giving my letter of resignation. It was, I gave like two weeks and then I, I was getting ready to start the programming job. I think I, I took a couple extra days or something like that for the weekend, just get myself prepped. And then I remember going into that first day of work as a, as a programmer and it was, it was nerve wracking. I felt like the, the biggest 
um, imposter ever going into there. Yes, I had the schooling and everything, but I mean, it, it just wasn't the same. And it, like flashbacks when I was like a kid and in tech school and then going from all these jobs, right? You like, you have that new different job and you don't know what to think. You're like, man, I'm in the wrong spot. And especially coming from uh, a labor intensive work into a, a cubicle desk where I had to use my brain. It was, it was definitely a shift and it took me a long time to make that shift. But nonetheless, I mean, it, it making that leap, right? Taking that risk, there was a lot of risk, but there was, what I had to remember was the fact that what was I gaining out of that experience by making that leap, right? Did I want to stay in a career field that I really did not love anymore? And it wasn't just because of this hitting the glass ceiling. It just wasn't, maybe it wasn't growth. Maybe growth was part of it, but ultimately was the fact that it wasn't really challenging anymore. It wasn't something that I enjoyed doing. And again, I was getting older. I didn't want to be doing that kind of work for the rest of my life. And so I made the leap in doing that. And I remember you know, the first couple weeks were just nerve wracking. And I tried to absorb so much information. I was, you know, listening to audiobooks. This is when I really started getting into audiobooks and really started getting into podcasts. Um, and trying to like get ahead and make sure I was informed on all the latest software and the programming languages and all these other different things. And um, especially because it was, uh, I was transitioning into uh, .NET, which is a programming, or C Sharp is a programming language. And, and that being said, I learned, I learned a different programming language when, when I was going through college. And so with that being said, making that transition, I had to start, I was trying to study up because I wanted to get everything right. And I, I didn't want to mess up. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to play catch up here, right? Because I'm a, I'm a, I'm essentially a newbie, an older newbie, right? And so being put in that position, um, I tried as best I could. And I remember going, I think it was like the third week. And I was like, man, I got one more week. I, I was actually starting to look for other jobs, even when I started, because I was like, well, okay, well, I got to be ready for when this job ends. I need to be ready for the next one. And then I think it might even have been the second week I had started. And then I heard that it got extended six months. And I was like, yes. <laughs> you know, I, I followed my gut. I took the leap. It was scary because all I could see was just four weeks. And I was like, four weeks is nothing. Four weeks will fly by. I have a kid coming. You know, I have all these, these stresses. I just gave up a good job for this to change my life and i got six more months on top of the month i had which was amazing and it, it, it just lifted this burden off my shoulders i was like okay now i really got to hammer down even more than i already was i i have to make this work and and doing that you know i I went to six months. I learned so much. I mean, the, the people I worked with were amazing people. They taught me a ton. Um, it was, it was a, just an amazing atmosphere. But the problem was, was that the reason for it only being a temporary job was because of the fact they were transitioning uh, into a new company. So with that being said, you know, 
at the end, uh, I was obviously looking for a job through this essentially halfway through. I was like, well, I got a couple months. So I just hammered down for three months. And then I started looking for jobs again, going on interviews. And it was hard again because I didn't have enough experience. Um, and so that being said, um, I, I just worked as hard as I could keep doing interviews and interviews and interviews. Nothing really solidified out of it. Um, but with that being said, I got extended six more months on top of it. So I ended up actually going, what, like uh, a little over a year. So this one month temporary job essentially morphed into a little over a year and some change. And then actually towards the end of the contract, uh, I was actually approached to stay on the contract. But the problem was for me, I had already found um a job like just before they had told me that, Hey, would you like to stay on the contract? And for me, I was already driving like an, it was an hour away. Uh, so not only was it a temporary job, but I was driving an hour away to, to try to change my life for the better. And, and, and being said, essentially just trying to change my whole family, right? Not just me, but for my family. And ultimately in doing that, I made that transition and it was, it was essentially, you know, if I didn't take that risk, who knows where I, where I would be? Maybe I'd be out of work because uh, telecommunications is that way, right? It isn't, nothing is permanent. You're always looking for the next job. Some jobs last six months, some jobs last a year or two, and then they just die out, right? Telecommunications is essentially doing an install and then some other team comes in and does maintenance. And at that point, you only need like one or two guys. So, and it's... Uh, it's just a, di a different atmosphere. Um, so being said, again, I didn't want to be working on something for the rest of my life like that. And so, again, it's, it's all about risk and taking the leap. And I've been thinking about this a lot, again, lately. I've, I've taken other leaps, smaller leaps in between, right, going, going plant-based, which I've talked about a lot this week, Um I've taken leaps going and taking on my own investments and, and controlling uh, my stocks, learning about the stock market, everything like that. That's one thing I talk about or I will eventually talk about in the wealth pillar is how I've essentially built my way out uh, through the stock, essentially the stock market, right? Leveraging the stock market and my money. So in doing that, uh, that's another reason. And then again, obviously, um, soft skills, which is a big piece of it all. And again, these three pillars are something I always talk about, but um, going back to risk and understanding taking risk, right? I, I had to take, especially like uh, with the wealth and the stock market, I took the risk of taking my own money, right? Because I, you think it's safe out there. And then all the research I had found was uh, you know, you, you just store your money in a 401k, it will grow over 60 years. And I'm like, man, who's good? Who wants to sit for 60 years, right? Like, who wants to do that? And I've always been a go-getter. I've always been a person that's like, you know, forget it. I will just do it. I will go. I'll figure it out. I'll learn about it. I'll apply it. I'll essentially uh, refine the process in a way that helps me so I can do it much better. And that being said, like even doing these YouTube videos, when I first started out, it was very slow. But then I refine my process and I can kick out these videos so much faster than I could before. But in saying that um, and going back to risk, you know, risk is something if you really want to get things you want in life 
and you feel like nothing is changing, nothing will change. Nothing, no great change will come to your life unless you take some kind of risk. It goes back to my, what I was just talking about, my story about making that leap, right? And there's, there's I guess you could say the same for going into the military and coming out of the military. I could have stayed in the military. I think that was another big risk I took because I initially went in with the intention that I was going to do 20 years, get a pension, and then essentially do whatever I wanted at that point, which I would have been retiring in about a year if I had stayed in. But that's it. Is was the pension the pension? I, I was in the same position even in that point in my life where I transitioned out of the military. And I was told many times, Are you sure this is something you want to do? I was like, Yeah, it's something I want to do. And there was a big risk there because of the unknowing. I didn't know what essentially the civilian world would, would be like, because I had been there before going in the military and it was rough coming out of high school. Although I didn't have any skills then, it was still rough. And so understanding that and going into transitioning in the civilian world, that was scary because you go back in and you, before you were used to everybody uh, getting your back. And then when you're out again in the civilian world, it is not that way. It's, Every, every man for themselves, essentially, right? But ultimately, when you're coming out of that environment, it's hard because it didn't matter who the person was. If they were military, they would help you out no matter what. For the most part, people would. I mean, they were just, you know, they were like your battle buddies. Everybody knew with being there, you would have to help out each other. And it wasn't, I think it was more primarily because a lot of the places I went were overseas and so your family were your friends because you were in a foreign country. You didn't know anybody. And most of the time, you and your friends were the only people that spoke English. And so being said, you got closer with those people. You worked, you, you know, you worked hard and you played hard with those same exact people. So they were your, your family. Nonetheless, you guys been through a lot, right? And so going from that into an environment where it's essentially every man for themselves, every man, woman, and child for themselves, right, is very different. And so that was a major adjustment coming out. And coming out, I was like, I have the skill set, right? Like I was like, I have, I think at the time I had, what was it? I think at the time I had like two management school, uh, the leadership school in the military. I've done all these things for many years already to this point. So I was like, this is going to be easy. Now, what they don't tell you is when you come out, it's not that easy. You don't have civilian experience. <laughs> There's always some kind of label on it that they can knock you down a peg. Well, that's different. It's different out here. Okay, well, it's all the same stuff. Come on, let's just, just keep it going, right? So nonetheless, I mean, that was just a big risk. And I took that leap and it was really hard. That was one of the hard. That was definitely one of the hardest leaps I took um, because there was such a major adjustment in trying to get used to the civilian world again. And then realizing that people didn't have your back like they did in the military and that you were essentially going out and, and doing what you had to do. And I guess that understanding that coming from that military perspective, I can see why a lot of people struggle. I struggled coming out and trying to make that adjustment and trying to make it work and trying to go back to college to make it better. So there was a lot leading up to this, but, um, but risk in itself, risk 
you, again, you won't see the, the greatest changes, right? If I didn't make those changes and took risk, um, my life wouldn't, my life would be, would be very, I think, diluted and it wouldn't be interesting to myself. I wouldn't be enjoying life if I didn't take risk on. Now, risk is is scary, right? Because there's a lot of uncertainty. And I talk about this like your brain wants to know. Your brain projects what's going to happen because of your track record. Now, my track record has been very interesting nonetheless. Knowing that, I am more apt to take risk when I feel it is necessary. Now, it's not just saying go just take on any risk. What I'm really saying is, is you should take risks on things that you feel, right? Things that you really feel that you want to change in your life that seem uncertain, you should do it, right? I think it's something you should do. It's not saying, again, taking some uh, change that's going to put you in harm's way, right? I'm not talking like that. I think that that piece of it is always, the uncertainty is always, may, you may think that, you may put, be putting yourself in harm's way, but you really have to understand that you have to take risk. If you want those things in life, if you really want those good things in life, you're going to have to take risks. You're going to have to make sacrifices, right? Whether that's your diet, whether that's your career, whether that's whatever the case is, you want to see a lifestyle, right? Everybody likes to throw pictures up on Instagram about the lifestyle that people want to live. And if you want to live this way, this is what you're going to look like. And you want that lifestyle, but you have to realize if that's what you really want, now some of that stuff is fake, but nonetheless, <laughs> that was just in the back of my thoughts. So, <laughs> but nonetheless, knowing that you're going to have to take risks, you're going to have to make sacrifices to be able to get there. But that's not saying that the things that you sacrifice that you still also don't gain. You gain a lot. Even though you lose some things, you do gain a lot of other different things. Sometimes even a lot better things. Every risk that I've taken, although all the risks that I've taken, it has been pretty calculated, but there was still a lot of uncertainty. You have to realize that without taking that risk, I couldn't have bettered my life. I could have been stuck that five-year career and that or that five-year contract and that contract is already way over and who knows where i would have been then i mean there were other opportunities there but again i would have had to make that step and and gone into uh uh, more of a the the, uh, project manager position which is something i didn't want to do again because i had done it for a couple years before and i didn't enjoy it right i've always liked the challenge i've always liked I liked being physical and it's funny to say now because now I, I sit in a cubicle. So about as physical as I do now is just keyboard jockey most of the day, but to really enjoy life, I think you have to take risk, right? And it's not saying go out and do, you know, put your whole life savings on black and hopefully you hit it. I'm not saying something crazy like that. I'm saying to implement change into your life, right? If there's some particular change that you want take the risk. You know, we have to, I think we tend to forget, and this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately, is that life is short. And I do, I know I talk about this and you don't really realize it until you get that perspective until someone, especially now what's going on. Like I got this perspective when my father passed a couple of years ago, 
And I got this realization that life is short. All he did was work. That's also why I started Discover Ignite. That's also why I started branching out and doing other things and try to take on more of an entrepreneurial role because I didn't want to be tied down like my father did. You know, my father was always telling me, get a government job, get your pension, retire, and then live life forever, right? Find some cheap place to live and just live there forever. I didn't want to do that. (laughs) I've always been very challenging. I don't like someone ever really telling me what to do, right? It's like, okay, that's great. I will take the information in and listen to it. But my dad kept trying to hammer and get in the military, get in the military, do our, get in the government, do this, do that, do this, do that. It just wasn't something I really felt like doing. It wasn't, I felt too restricted doing that. I wanted to do whatever choice that I was going to do, be my choice, not my father's choice. And so in saying that, um, the risk to the whole thing is is really going after things you want. Again, because my father passed, it put things in perspective that you don't have a lot of time. Like, what do you really want in your life? Like this human experience, there's a reason why we are living this experience, right? Are, are we going to chain ourselves to a desk? Are we going to live... Uh, in a, or be in a job that we don't want to be in anymore? Are we going to be in a relationship that we don't want anymore? Are we going to want to be in an environment that doesn't serve us? Are we going to, you know, there's a bunch of different things here, right? There, you shouldn't be putting up with something that you do not want in your life. You should be happy and prosperous in your life. And everybody talks about, you know, no, just stick it out, just stick it out, stick it out. And my thing is, is I think we're all conditioned to just work with the system, not think outside of the box, not think for yourself. And that's definitely what I press a lot in my channel to try to do is ignite change that you want in your life, taking risk and realizing that when you take risk, there really isn't a lot of risk there. Yeah, you may be losing some stuff that you are comfortable with, That's only because you aren't comfortable with those other bigger, better things. And then when you get past the comfort level and you take on the risk, you know, your comfort level expands and then you start living life more and you start getting more experiences that you wanted to get. You start living life to the fullest. And I think that's ultimately what's about is, you know, we talk about finding flow. When I talk about finding flow, finding purpose It's introducing the risk because you start getting in flow. You start finding your happiness more when you introduce risk. Now, risk can be a bunch of different things. Risk could mean moving into a different career. It could mean breaking up a relationship. It could be, you know, it could be many different things, making the leap into entrepreneurship. It could be a lot of different, different things, right? You have to understand that. If you don't do it, how would you know? Do you want to go the rest of your life not knowing what's really going to happen? Me, you know, I preach about that on this channel is living the life you want to live. And, you know, I've I've debated a lot of things myself in my current situation on making another leap. And, And being said, you know, I'm transitioning into that. I'm planning on taking another leap. Because I want to be able, you know, I talk about be the model for others to follow. 
And that's what I do on my channel. I practice what I preach. I try to help you guys out the best that you can to ignite the change that you want in your life. Maybe you aren't there yet. Maybe you haven't reached your climax to the point to where you no longer want to be in the current situation that you are. And so you will continue to push or kick that can down the road till you find your climax. And then at that point, then you'll want to ignite change. Or you can do it today and take on risk. The risk of not knowing, the uncertainty. Because if you don't take that risk, how would you know? Things could be so much better. A lot of times we just focus on what we can lose as opposed to what we can gain. And we're comfortable even though we're uncomfortable. We're comfortable in the routine that we have, but we're not comf- we're not happy or comfortable in the life that we have. Because it's our brain. Our brain doesn't like risk. Our brain doesn't like to be hurt in any way. No, we don't want to be hurt, but our brain is trying to keep us in that survival mode. If it doesn't make sense, logically, your brain isn't going to want to do it. But if you could take your mind out of the situation for a second, so I talk about doing a lot of deep internal work, follow that intuition and realize that that intuition is trying to tell you something. It is trying to realign you with your purpose, with that thing, your flow, with your essentially your, your destination, right? It is trying to do that. You have an internal compass in there. And this is why breathing, the breathing techniques to help ground you and then doing stillness sessions, it helps you be able to focus better on that navigation and know that you only have the next step. That's okay. That's the risk part of it is you don't know. You have to realize again that nothing is certain. It doesn't matter the relationship you're in doesn't matter the job you have. It doesn't matter any of these things. And this past year has really proven that. That nothing is guaranteed. There was always risk in the cards. And again, life will give you risk or you can introduce risk and or change to your life by making the decisions every single day. And realizing that you can change your story by looking for the risk. I'm not saying, again, blindly just take risk. What is it that you want? Where is your compass pointing? How can you get there? Maybe you need a couple of days. I'm not saying go and just say, this relationship is over and just sign papers and you're done. Or this job is, is garbage. Just, you know, I quit right now. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is do the research. Be curious about it. If you feel like you're aligned with it and it feels like it's good, it feels right, do research on it. Well, how can I get there? Do a little bit of prep work. Don't get caught up in all the the, the thought process and, and start procrastinating and think that, oh, well, I just don't know enough. You're never going to know enough. It's never going to be the right time either. But if you feel it, If you find that it's pointing, your navigation is pointing in that direction and you feel it, you go with it. 
a lot of times there, there's going to be a lot of details that you don't know anything about and a lot of uncertainty, the risk of not knowing. But knowing that, sometimes you just got to take the leap. You're never going to get those good things you want in life by keeping one foot on the deck. You have to leap. A little bit of prep work. Don't get carried away with prep work. Let's get a basic idea. Set it up. And take the leap. Take the risk. Live your life. Live the experience. You only get to live it once. Make sure that this experience is the experience that you want. Or else you need to be igniting change into your life. Taking on risk. Because the greatest things are just, just past that risk. And a lot of times, it may not seem like it. When you take that leap, it may not seem like it. You might be like, what am I doing? And then you want to backpedal. Don't do that. Don't backpedal. If it is your intuition, you're feeling it's the right move, give it time. Listen to that intuition. There's a reason why it's telling you to follow that way. So with that being said, thank you guys, as always. Until next time, go out there and ignite some change. So if you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe so you get notified when a new episode drops. Rate and review this podcast. And thank you for listening. Now go ignite change.